Welcome to the On-Premise IT Roundtable Podcast, the only show that happens to be both on-topic or on-premise and on-location, on-premises. I'm your host, Stephen Foskett. Each time we meet, we bring up together some IT luminaries to discuss a single concept. Today's premise is artificial intelligence. We are hearing so much about AI and ML and all this big blah, blah from all these big enterprise companies. And well, there's this feeling, this undercurrent that somehow this may just be a bunch of, let's call it BS. So I brought together a group of people who have strong feelings on this topic. Let's have them introduce themselves now. Hello, my name is Max Mortillaro. Uh, I'm an analyst at Tech Unplugged, and uh, you can find me at, at Dark Avenger with two Ks. Because two Ks is better than one. Exactly. <laughs> Hi, I'm Andrea Mauro. You can find me on Twitter, uh, uh, Andrea underscore Mauro, or uh, on, uh, on the web, in my, on my blog, uh, on uh, vinfrastructure.it. And I'm Gina Rosenthal. You can find me at Gminks on Twitter, and our podcast is Wide World of Tech. The wide world of tech. Do you have a sportscaster as your uh, podcast? We talk a lot about sports. Excellent. Okay. Actually. So uh, we're going to talk about AI, though. And here's the thing. Um, I think that people are just getting some AI fatigue. You know what I mean? It's like everybody's got to be AI this and AI that. I mean, isn't this just a bunch of nonsense? It is. <laughs> and it is absolutely crazy to hear everybody talking about that. It's the buzzword. It's the cloud of today. Yeah, people were talking about cloud all over the, the place maybe two, three, four years ago, and everybody's talking about ML and AI, and nobody seems to really back that with anything they're actually doing. So that's why I have the, such strong feelings around that. Yeah, uh, I think that uh, is mostly a buzzword in uh, some cases, uh, and uh, there is a lot of uh, confusion about uh, what uh, is or what should be AI and uh, what can be machine learning that is uh, i think a different topic for enterprises maybe uh, m most of the focus can be on the machine learning for uh, how improve uh, uh, data collection data analysis uh, uh, and so on but uh, in, in most cases uh, we are just talking about uh, the, the the idea and not uh, how we can use uh, this idea so the way I think about it is AI is the hottest new buzzword that's been around since the 1940s. And artificial intelligence, when we think about things like the Turing test, which was written by Alan Turing in 1950s, was about can a, can a computer think? And that's really what AI is. AI is getting machines to do things that humans would normally do, think and sing or identify or that kind of thing. So I believe that the enterprise can do AI. So do you think that uh, uh, Mark Zuckerberg passed the Turing test when he was uh, here in the Senate? <laughs> That's not very nice. Well, it's great that you bring up the Turing test because I think that that really cuts to the heart of this matter because the Turing test basically says, um, can a computer fool a person into thinking it's not a computer? And I think that what we've seen right now, I mean, you've got ML, for example, um, you know, ML applications like uh, image recognition and pattern recognition. And, um, you know, I mean, look at your, your, how does your Tesla autopilot work, right? It fools us all into thinking that it's smart, but it's not. It's really not smart, and it's not thinking. Well, so think about, I th the way I think about it too is, this is brand new to talk to start thinking about doing this in the enterprise. And you talk about ML, no one's talked about DL at all. 
And deep learning really is just a subset of machine learning that happened because now all of a sudden we have these hardware accelerators, which are really graphics. And we figured out, oh, wow, these can do complex math equations for us and give us an answer. So you can run things through. You can get things to think. And that we've only just scratched the surface of this. And we've only scratched the surface of enterprises being able to say, I've got all this data. What is the, what do I want the computers to do that I don't want to do anymore? What decisions do I want them to make? And I think it's having the, not, not having to, to, to think you have to have a supercomputer with the funding behind a supercomputer all bare metal to make it happen makes a big difference too. We've got these um, accelerators can, that can actually do the calculations in, in a reasonable amount of time and you can virtualize all of it now too. So there, it's, it's definitely possible for um, enterprises to do this. Yeah, and also a mix of uh, IoT, uh, cloud uh, computing, uh, and uh, data distribution and data analysis because uh, you bring uh, potentially all together to, to do in place uh, da data evaluation or uh, data, data thinking or something else and then use uh, the cloud computing or some cloud, cloud resources to provide the feedback uh, and uh, maybe to rate what uh, you have learned locally and uh, share uh, those kind of uh, data. Yeah, so one, one thing which I find extremely annoying when I hear uh, people talking about AI and ML, especially when it's about vendor messaging, is the fact that we are confusing AI, which is, as you said, artificial intelligence, which is the ability for something, whatever it is, to think about to have its own kind of uh, sentient form of expression, which means that it can create something of its own. And machine learning is just about, you know, training some, uh, creating some algorithms or creating something which is able to recognize patterns, which is not the same thing exactly as thinking on your own. Right? So, so, so that's really annoying. And you have, and also from time to time, you hear, oh, uh, solutions are being built into a product, which means that your product has a some kind of machine learning capabilities or AI pattern detection capabilities, and then trying to tie that into the broader aspect of what the research, the research which is going on on the broader market, which is totally different. I yeah. totally agree with that, and this is something I'm working on, and when you go out to try to read in the market, it's either super, super, super academic, which is great, but it doesn't really tell the story of how would this work if I'm not doing this to go look at a supernova, right? Mm -hmm. And um, or, or it is companies, and I, what I've found that aggravates me the most, and we're probably guilty of this too, is calling AI, which is just machine learning, which is just the, all the machines being able to talk to each other and running mm -hmm. it through some regressions to figure out, hey, did this happen before? Should we do this or do that? Mm -hmm. Which is just machine learning. So I almost think there's like this continuum of stuff. You've got big data that you can run lots of information on. You've got all of this new stuff with IoT just like in bringing all this data, lots and lots of new data. Then you've got machine learning, deep learning, which all runs on HPC systems, right? All of that together can lead to AI. You don't have to go all the way to AI. You can do some different things, but mm -hmm. let's call things what they are and not mm -hmm. get too carried away, right? Yeah, but maybe it's not so cool because if you bring uh, a name that is AI, it seems uh, everything, uh, and uh, if you just uh, focus on the technology, that is more honest and uh, maybe can be also more interesting for, uh, yeah. for enterprise, it can be not so cool. For example, in uh, security, the deep learning uh, or machine learning can be re really interesting to build uh, a new generation of uh, 
firewalls and protection system that can really help administration administrator to to solve the problem to to found patterns and so on but uh, yeah maybe just say oh is aa is intelligent artificial intelligence is uh, is better i don't know Well, you look at a lot of these products. I mean, so specific products that say that they are AI are actually just looking for patterns and logs. True. You know, is that AI? No. Let's let's go to the lightning round. Okay. Is a yeah network intrusion system that looks for predefined patterns in logs? Is that AI? No. No. What if it looks? I'm not sure that's even machine learning. (laughs) (laughs) Well, what if it has a machine learning library? and uses ML to match logs. Is what, that AI? What I, w- what I would see as AI or would be if there is a pattern which emerges in the logs, something which the system has never known yet, and for whatever reason is able to correlate by taking bits from other parts of what has been collecting over the years and determine or at least give a kind of probability that what, what we are seeing here in the logs is this kind of event. To me, that will be a kind of... Uh, AI or ML, let's say, attribute. I think maybe if we could apply the Turing test to what people are calling AI, that's, <laughs> yeah. that would be to the determination if it's really AI or not. But right, I think you right. have. If you could say, yeah. okay, is, is this product done in a computer or is there a person, an expert, working in the background? Okay, I'm with you on that and one, Zena. But like what he says too, because it would be AI if you used machine learning and deep learning maybe to teach your environment about all the different threats and things and what they look like. And then you have all of this um, neural network that when something he's, the computer's never seen before comes through, it runs through the networks and says, oh, this is something new and here's what I'm gonna do about it. And it goes and does it. That's what I would think AI. That's what you just said, right? Exactly. Kind of putting some tags or some classification. This is, uh, this, is this kind of event, 80% probability. This might be uh, an intrusion, maybe 20% probability, you know, kind of giving a rating about what it can be, and then you can give your feedback and you can help improve the right. algorithm or something right, like that. Right. This is the first step. Uh, the, mm-hmm. the second is uh, build uh, a, a common uh, memory of, uh, of those, uh, or, or, or what the system has learned and uh, make possible to other system. So kind of sending telemetry data yeah, to, exactly. uh, to a central, so kind of having a cloud service somehow which collects the data. Sure, mm-hmm. because uh, this is the powerful of... Uh, yes. but, uh, I, but I wonder, is, it, can anything actually do this? Could anything pass your Turing test? I, maybe not now, but I think as, and this is this is what will be interesting to apply it to the enterprise because we have problems like this which are very different than what research problems that they're looking for. So. Yeah, I think maybe I mean, if we're able to teach a car how to drive and to make a decision if you know what to do if it's in a you know death situation either way it goes, then why couldn't we teach? You know, I think the security example is a great one. Why couldn't we teach systems to figure out what's what and and to what's react on What's normal and what's abnormal? Yeah. You could teach what's normal and what's abnormal. I'm trying not to talk about products and you keep leading me down that road. Yeah. <laughs> but like, so so what's good, and concentrate on what's good, and then reject anything that's not good, and and but let the get the get to the point where the machine gets to decide on its own and make those decisions. But, but I still have the feeling that we are not yet talking about AI yeah. as something which is self-conscious, for whatever reason. For me, AI is something which is self-conscious, yeah. which is 
an artificial intelligence, which is something which is at the very least, it might be different than the human intelligence, but it's intelligent, it's able to make decisions of its yes. own. It might be self-aware or not, hello Skynet, but something like that. And what we're talking about right now in the enterprise uh, area about these uh, detection capabilities is mainly subsets of it, chunks of it, just machine learning somehow. Agreed. But so this is the first step because uh, you, you yes. have uh, to learn like a child. Absolutely. Uh, is not able to take a decision, but uh, he's trying, is uh, uh, make some f some errors, mm -hmm. learning from that, uh, or uh, listen for uh, the the parents uh, on what uh, he has to do. All right, another lightning round question. Okay, how about a storage system that dynamically adjusts uh, caching and tiering of data based on what it sees in and out of the system? AI. No, no, yes. it's just... Oh, oh it's a disagreement, okay. <laughs> uh, go ahead. Okay, yeah. <laughs> it, it depends how, how is, is done this, uh, this, this, this decision, decision. Because uh, if uh, it's working only on, uh, on data, on uh, statistical on, of data, how, how blocks are repeat, uh, or uh, what is the frequency, is not... Uh, uh, machine learning or something else. If he's trying to take some data from uh, the, the workload application, make uh, analysis uh, on uh, how, for example, uh, the query has done on a database system uh, to anticipate uh, uh, the type of data that can be useful, maybe is a first step to, to do something, uh, something different, but uh, is uh, is is like define the, the working set of uh, of the memory is something that is possible actually not we can try to predefine something to to preload uh, some pages in memory but uh, it's not the same, uh, same same thing found a way to anticipate how a workload can can work or how an application can uh, perform with some type of data? Maybe yes. Yeah, so when I said yes, I was kind of maybe going too fast, but <laughs> it, it, uh, it really depends. I wrote something about that maybe a couple of years ago about that it might be the future of storage arrays, but to which extent it is uh, artificial intelligence and longer machine learning? Because if you're just talking about thresholds, which were preset, and the system is learning to adjust the thresholds, then is it is it still, is it AI? It might not be AI, it might that's be still machine even, learning. Is that machine learning even? Because that's maybe Bayesian, which is not, it's, it right? might be, that's yeah. not even machine learning. That probably. Right? Well, it's it's not, it, Bayesian is not machine learning, but Bayesian could be AI. So that's the thing. Oh. AI does not necessarily mean ML. And okay. his, you know, historically speaking, uh, the Bayesians were more ahead of things until we got all these stupid GPUs and now everybody's doing you know ML and and and, and all this. I, I'm not convinced that that's ever going to be AI. Mm -hmm. I don't think that it. But I don't think Bayesian by itself is. I also don't think the machine learning or deep learning is. I think it's it's because really that you're just driving things back through the neural networks to to make decisions to to refine the learning and to to make sure that. That to make sure it goes from being a little baby to a toddler to a teenager, like that. It that's it, that's how it, we teach the computers. Uh, so so. For, for whatever reason, I have the feeling that 
at least in my mind, AI requires a higher level of awareness than just manipulating with raw numbers or data. To me, an AI system is a system which is somehow able to understand what kind of workload is running there and is able to kind of establish its own, I don't know how to say that properly, maybe a kind of, to have some kind of ability to evaluate whether this workload is more important or less important and has to make prioritizations based on the criticality of the workload and to make these kind of assumptions then probably the system needs to understand what is running there and uh, some and and it goes down to what is critical and what is not critical to the system if you're running in a certain kind of business then a specific kind of workload can be critical if you're working in a different kind of business then this workload is not maybe as critical. So based on the environment, then the system has to make the correct adaptations. I know it's really a lot of uh, maybe a sci-fi, <laughs> but if you look at it, uh, if you're working in a hospital, then a system which is supporting life-critical sy systems, you know, might have more priority than whatever database or filing reporting system, so. So by your, okay, so, so let, again, we're gonna get to the lightning round here. So, so by your definition, Max, have you seen an enterprise system that is AI by no. your definition? No? no. Okay. Who wants to go next? Uh, with, with your definition of AI, like how would you know it when you saw it? And have you seen it? From an enterprise? I'm trying to think if I've seen anything enterprise. I, I think the cars are pretty close. Or they're getting there. Yeah. And that's enterprise. Um, that'd probably be the best example that's not research. And and so how would you how would you how would you know AI when you saw it? If I, I think how I'd know is if the machines are making life and death decisions for humans, and and we let them and we're okay with it. Okay. Because we let a teenager get behind the, the wheel of a car. So are we ever going to be comfortable letting one of those machines make those life and death decisions without a human in the car to intercept? And we have. You know, we're literally doing that right now. So I guess by your definition, we've got it. Okay, Andrea? Yeah, for me, something that uh, can be closest uh, is uh, if, you, if we took the example of uh, automotive, uh, if a car can drive not uh, on uh, a highway, but uh, in a city, in a city maybe like <laughs> Nepal, <laughs> okay. <laughs> if uh, if you oh found gosh. something that uh, even, doesn't... Even humans can't exactly, drive in Italy. Exactly. <laughs> If you found something that uh, does not follow your rules, ne neither other uh, people rules, and uh, a car can uh, adopt uh, in this case, we have uh, Skynet. <laughs> no, not necessary because uh, it, but uh, it can be a good uh, approximation, yes. Uh, but in enterprises, uh, yet, yet uh, we have uh, I, f I don't think that we have uh, artificial, artificial intelligence yet. Uh, I we, think we are close. I, I think some of it's because we have this, why are we having a debate about what AI is? This, this term is literally almost 100 years old. It's 80 years old. Yeah. So like, why are we having a debate about what it is? And I think we've never had to talk about it in the enterprise because we've never had the potential to do all of the things that make AI real. So um, you're looking at you know all this, We've talked about how the explosion of data, right? We've been talking about that, you know, from EMC world days from 10 years ago. But it's true. We've got all this data. We can do something amazing with it. And we have and it's the potential to do it without having to buy a supercomputer, which is new. 
the, 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 exactly the, the, the paradigm is currently that you can do that out of, of the shelf components. Well, maybe a couple of years ago, five years ago, you had to, to get a dedicated system to run that. Mm -hmm. And I, I kind of agree with your description of it. If it's able to make life and death decisions, if we entrust the system with decision making, then it is AI, kind of. I still, I still hang on to my uh, uh, ingenious concept that is uh, ingrained into the sci-fi readings <laughs> of uh, too many, uh, say, uh, teenager years, which is that <laughs> the system is self-conscious, kind of. But if it might not be self-consciousness, but if you entrust something which is not human to make decisions, then you already kind of go a step towards that. Mm -hmm. Okay, one last comment on that. The thing is that we always tend to imagine that because we humans are made in a certain way that AI is going to be a replica of what we are and in fact it may exist as something totally different. A lot of things you read on LinkedIn or other social media sites talk about how AI is going to replace mid-management or it's going to replace a lot of person for certain jobs and when I see that I always tell myself I don't know if I have to rejoice or if I have to shudder about that because it can be the best thing, it can be the worst thing ever. Because if you're just going to say, we're going to replace mid-management, well, if you replace mid-management to do the same thing as mid-management is doing right now, then you're not going anywhere. <laughs> you know? And that's a bit sarcastic, but that's... I want to add something to that, because this is the part to me that like is the most dangerous, right? So when you do AI, there is a lot of component of teaching the machines and the machine learning and the deep learning. All If, if all of our... Um, content that we bring into that to train, all the data we use to train the machines, that the algorithm we use to train the machines, if the data is not diverse and the people creating the algorithms are not diverse, we're going to end up back in the 1800 where nobody has any rights except for one class and type of people. And so it's really, really important to know mm -hmm. for that for us to know what this is and contribute to it and, and for all sorts yeah. of people to and be involved. So you're saying that it's going to be kind of like the Wild West, but with AI? I think it's going to be probably more of a totalitarian regime. Really? Yeah, I think it's, it's more the fear that we're going to be uh, under Skynet. We're going to be yeah. under a totalitarian regime uh, where machines are making decisions based on cold numeric, numerical facts without any kind of uh, sensitivity to the people's situation, kind of. Right, and so. the facts, think of what the facts look like. Even the facts, the data sets we have now that leave out women, that leave out people of color, that leave out people lower down on the socioeconomic spectrum, like, we can't have that data being the only data that's fed in to make decisions. That, exactly. Because that will usher the 1800s back, back in, mm -hmm. and we don't want to go there. Yeah. It's these tiny things that make them seem real to make the guests fall in love with them. And I guess that's true about enterprise AI, too, right? I mean, you know, you've got simple systems with machine learning or, you know, looking for patterns in logs or whatever. But if you can give it just that, just that spark, just that spark that makes somebody say, maybe this is something different. Maybe this is something special. Maybe this is more than just, you know, examining logs. Then maybe it really is AI, you know? And, uh, you know, some, some people only see the the danger in this world, but I see the beauty. Okay, sorry, I'll stop with the Westworld stuff. Okay, thank you guys for listening to the On-Premise IT Roundtable podcast. If you enjoyed this, remember to subscribe, rate, and review the show in iTunes, since that really helps our visibility, and share the show with your friends. This podcast was brought to you by Gestalt IT, your home for IT coverage from across the enterprise, and from Delos Corporation of Westworld fame. For show notes and episodes, go to gestaltit.com slash podcasts.